0: Back, everybody, to 2020 Sandcast Beach Volleyball with Triborn and Travis Mowerda brought to you as always by our guys at Wilson. Nicolette Martin's gonna be uh, dropping in a new Sandcast ball here sometime soon with the uh, the new optics design, maybe. So, check out Wilson, everybody needs a new bag of balls here for the new year, new season. And uh, we got Fallon Fanoi Moana in the house, and we were guys. just chatting with you off. Off the record, but you're just like a fun person to be around. <laughs> I Appreciate around it. <laughs> when you're in
1: the room. Thank you. Appreciate it. How are we
0: doing,
1: pal? Doing good. Doing good. It's off-season. Grinding a lot, so a lot of soreness, a lot of, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, do I like volleyball moments? Because, <laughs> right. you know, you're going in the gym, you're in the sand, and yeah. you're high on your nutrition plan so it's just like at every part of the day you're doing something to get better for your season so it's a lot of being tired but it's a good tired
0: yeah I I, the most rewarding exactly kind of tired exactly
2: yeah. exactly i had one of those do i love this moments today in the gym <laughs> i texted my trainer i was like i think you accidentally sent two core workouts he's like nope i'm like ah <laughs> damn it <laughs> I was you already one dying. One to or? I think he was wrong, but whatever, <laughs> I did too. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: I had one of those. I, last Thursday was my hard day. It was, we had practice from 11 to 1, and then um, we went to the gym at 2.15, and I was at the gym from 2.15 to 5 o'clock, and about 4.30 is where you get kind of lightheaded and you go grab that protein bar. And then you're like, okay, do I need a shake too? And you're just contemplating life, that was me. <laughs> and then I walked out of the gym at five when it was dark and I was just like, oh God, I love volleyball right now. And I have to go cook dinner and yeah. like, yeah. but that's the grind, you know, You yeah. two core workouts or whatever it is. You're just in there looking at the same thing. You're just like, okay, yeah. talking to yourself, trying to get through it. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs>
0: I got to ask, like, what do you do in the gym from 215 to 5? That's a lot of different things. So <laughs> I, I actually
1: have, things? like, so my significant other is actually my trainer. So it, okay. he, like, has it all planned out. But it's – I have, like, a 30-minute stretch window, which okay. I really, like, yeah. optimize on it. And I have – this has been my big year of I have to be more flexible. Like, being a big girl, like, I want to be able to be able to do more things and be flexible. So we do cardio for about 30 minutes, and then I, like – time it, 30 minutes, you're stretching, you're doing everything. I have a stretch band, nice. then I go into everything of like mobility too, in that mm-hmm. stretch zone too. Mm-hmm. And then from there we go to core, core is about 45 minutes. And if it's an awful day, it's an hour. <laughs> and well, you know, literally that last 15 minutes, if you're doing it, it's it's one of those where you're shaking and you're about to like feel like you're pulling an ab and you're yeah. not pulling mm-hmm. an ab, it's just, you know, building muscle. And then that was my second leg day. So it's going to take me more time to recover than it is to do anything else. So it's a lot of recovery in between. So we Mm -hmm. kind of stretch it out to make sure I'm getting the quality reps, not just doing the reps. So... It's kind of just a lot of that, (laughs) but it's a good, I I need Thursdays. I know that because Friday's practice was awful, meaning like mentally, because I was telling my body to do something, but my body obviously (laughs) wasn't responding, (laughs) (laughs) but the good thing is I'll know what to do when I'm tired. You know, that's something that I'm teaching my body and it's, it's like you're failing, but you're going to fail to succeed. So that's what I kind of like about it. (laughs)
0: Yeah. That's awesome though. And this is, I feel like kind of early, you mentioned it was off season, but kind of preseason off offseason <laughs> to
1: preseason like i've had to like mold yeah. myself because i had to like slowly do it from offseason into preseason because yeah. mentally you have to prepare yourself to get there and you know i've done uh a lot of training overseas and stuff and i'm like okay this is nothing you're gonna yeah. be okay this is just one right. part of the week and yeah. <laughs> you just got to talk to yourself so
0: you yeah. know what training is like week two
1: Maybe. This is uh, week three now week three. that okay. we've gone with coaches, so it's practice, it's going to the gym and it's also doing your full recovery every day. so yeah. that, that's me preseason wise getting yeah. myself into it. I awesome. feel like
2: that's something a lot of people don't realize. It's like the maintenance, the prehab, the rehab, and just yeah just like stretching in general is like half the job. yeah like before, where they're, you know everyone does it differently, I, I agree that. Three hours in the gym. Like I was talking to Gabby today after lunch. She's like, okay, you're going to go work out? So I'll see you in like three, four hours. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, pretty much. Exactly. Because you're doing all that stretching stuff before and then yeah. you stretch after or you do Norma Tech or trainers and yeah. all that. Yeah. But I don't think mo- most people realize that no, that's a huge part of it. No one does. Like you didn't. I think
0: that's the part that i no. And I'm like, <laughs> just get it <in> there. <laughs> Cause like if you don't do it, like volleyball starts to be fun, stops to be fun because everything hurts all the time. Yeah. But like when you're doing the stretching and the Norman tech and doing your like three or four hour gym sessions, like you can go to practice and be like, okay, like everything's not gonna hurt. Yeah. Because I did all the things. So but then volleyball's like actually still fun. You're like, every time you jump, you're like, oh god, okay, my knees, my back. <laughs> exactly.
1: No, I last year was uh, my off season was like based on recovery. I needed to figure out because I was 26, turning 20, 27 at the time. And I just started to get like little ailments when, like, you know, 18 to 24, you're like, woo, I don't need to warm <laughs> yeah, up. I don't exactly. need to stretch. Let's just yeah. go. And yeah. You know, obviously I had a child as well, so my body was, you know, trying to adjust to everything. So I made it like cryotherapy was huge for me. Mm-hmm. Anyone I've ever played with, I, you're in a cryo place with me no matter where we're traveling <laughs> mm-hmm. to. I've looked it up. We're going in the boots yep. and infrared saunas. Like, I, like you said, like an hour or two every day, I was like, I'm going to do this. Yeah. But the huge part about it also is like, I had to learn the kitchen side of it, like anti-inflammatory diet. I had Mm -hmm. to like, what is gonna work with my blood type? And now I'm gluten intolerant and lactose intolerant. And, you know, turning 27, it made it even worse. I can't even have cheese anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I love cheese. Really? You know, like really? I, I used to be able to like slide just a little bit of it, yeah. not anymore. Uh, so I'm just, yeah. you know, it, it's okay because like I, I got some 27 years of yeah. it before, but it's like, yeah. but now I'm just like, you know what? I guess, you know, I can find different stuff. And now yeah. I'm finding, you know, Trader Joe's is a great option. Lazy Acres. Now that I have all these mm. things local, it's like, okay, it's not
2: that bad. I can yeah. do a different stuff. We're like, people yeah. live in california that's, oh, that's huge when we go to like the midwest they're like what you yeah. you don't
1: i asked someone cheese? for almond milk and they thought i had they're 10 like, heads like, like yeah. Yeah, yeah they're like no we have one percent or whole i'm what like you mean sorry. no cheese
2: on your burger <laughs> yeah, like.
1: exactly.
2: <laughs> exactly exactly oh my gosh yeah well um it seems like you've done a good job over the years of like adapting right because like since you were really young, you've been playing at a really high level, high pressure, but you've gone through a lot of changes, like having a kid at how old were you? I was 20. 20 years old? Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. And then you had to recover from that, and I'm sure that that was extremely challenging, just mentally wrapping your brain around like coming back and, and rebuilding yourself and your career yeah on the beach right because you didn't play beach before that. so i, I played
1: once in a while so right after i had my son um <laughs> right after i had my son five days later i started working out yeah so <laughs> and it, so it wasn't lifting or anything yeah, yeah. but like i told my doctor i'm like okay so i had my son in august i'm like by like january 1st i want to be able to like play high level volleyball yeah so our plan was okay fi- like five days after go do cardio and see how you feel mm-hmm. so i got to do two weeks of just doing. Cardio wow. and like that was a mindset in itself because like I I'm 20 years old and I am getting winded from cardio like yeah, what so is going never, on here never
2: experienced, never experienced one, right?
1: it yeah. before and having to adjust to that and I played beach um I want to say when I got cleared six weeks from having my son I played in my first A tournament <laughs> with uh, one of my friends Pauline Acres and mm-hmm. that was great for me because it gauged me on okay. Your legs are not where, you Mm -hmm. know, it's supposed to be, so you need to be doing this, this, and this, you know, and that was good for me, and I'm one of those people who push through things, so obviously having setbacks and everything, but that just goes to show you what the body goes through and what you kind of have to pace yourself, and being young, you never pace Mm -hmm. yourself, you're just (laughs) straight go mode, you know, There's there's no... recovery, stretching, yeah, or doing all this other. Exactly. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, adjusting has been my life, you know, yeah. obviously going through, um, you know, having my son, and then I played overseas for several years. Indoors. Indoors. to yeah. play with the national team, went to the Pan Am Games, mm-hmm. and then um, I actually uh, retired indoor to um, keep my son for custody. Uh, so I had to retire indoor completely, and then I switched over to beach, but having to adjust and... Going through a lot of mental stuff just mm-hmm. because, I mean, I didn't feel like I was done yet. I didn't feel like I was done being indoor. I was at my peak. I had just won a European cup and then front runner here and this and that had a great contract. And yeah. unfortunately, I am i didn't get to do that, but I made the best decision for my family. So sure. being able to adjust to that, there was a lot of wiggle room in there yeah. that I could figure out life. Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs>
0: I think mentally you mentioned all the physical things you went through but mentally like I mean you were 20 That's pretty young to be like making all these like big decisions yeah, I you know, was like, so you, like, you immature yeah, yeah
1: I did I I it's support system Yeah mm-hmm. being able to have family that I mean family that's your blood and family that has been there forever family friends all that you know there are they're still here to this day because they supported me. They challenged me. They pushed me. I mean, you know, my mom had me in the pool, you know, when I was pregnant, like, come on, you got to get back in play. <laughs> so you better start going. And yeah. at first I'm like, Mama, I'm tired. We've been doing this for an hour, but I'm like, no, she, she was there pushing me. She was making yeah. me better. And mental side. I mean, 20, you know, you have your best body at 20. You have your best yeah. years at 20 and You know, obviously I grew up and I know thank God he gave me my son because mentally it made me 10 times stronger to be more empathetic, to be more personal with people, to be able to slow down and not just think go, go, go and really appreciate daily life. And that was a good thing about having my son. And, you know, I I owe him the world because he literally makes me be better. You know, he has he's everything that I am, but he's a lot more goofy. He's got the dance moves, he's got all this other stuff and that makes yeah. me have to slow down mm-hmm. and appreciate those things. So
0: Is he talking trash like Mom yet?
1: Uh, you know, <laughs> he he has he has certain qualities of that, you know. But uh, you know, I I want him. He's going to be a huge kid and he's already athletic, but the the main thing that I'd like to teach him is to be humble. Yeah. You know, cockiness only goes so far. You know, I I obviously being I was pretty good athlete, you know, being young. I wish that I would be more humble back then because then I would not have to deal with the repercussions of what I dealt with. But at the same time, I want him to be confident. He's he's a boy, so it's completely different. You know, I want him to have confidence. I want him to feel like he is the man. But at the same time, you know, don't think the water boy isn't any less than you are. You right. know, those are things that you have to, there, there's no lines, there's no here, but this is, you know, the playing ground and I want yeah. you to be able to, you know, realize that. Yeah. So I think he's doing a good job yeah. though. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: he's seven, is he, what, is he in like first grade? He's in second grade. Second grade, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So has he come out to, like, an AVP? He yeah.
1: has. He has. Yeah. He, he's he gone to most of ones in California, and he loves it. He, okay. he loves it. And awesome. sometimes, like, I'll, I'll be in a moment, and I'll, like, you know, beat my chest or something after a big block. Yeah. And he'll, like, come up to me, and he'll be like, Mom. I like that move. And I'm like, oh no, I, I forgot. That. I forgot. And I was just like, oh, you know, I, you get to celebrate the good moments. And yeah, that's yeah. what I tell them. But mm-hmm. yeah. I've always been a
2: cheerer. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I always sure. had some fire in me. You and Nicolette definitely had some fire. Oh, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Watch.
1: Definitely. No, that was a whole other level. Sometimes, yeah. like, we would go through tournaments having headaches because we, we, I felt like we were like in competition with each other yeah. yelling
2: <laughs> yelling you at know, each other
1: at each other and at the other team yeah. and you know she's just a great spirit and heart and you just wanted to just grind for her and it was a lot of fun mm-hmm. playing with her.
0: Yeah. You guys uh made semifinals in we Austin. Did. That we was did. probably a lot of fun. Oh, the first awesome. Sunday. First Sunday,
1: okay. first Sunday and um the road the journey was ooh it was a grind yeah. you know we we came in there with fire, with playing well, and then the second day we had lost the first day. We had to play in the second day. I think it was like four or five matches, That's a lot of noise. and it was a loss in Austin Heat. And it was also just mentally like having to prepare for five different matches. <laughs> Felt like I was at ASC playing club again, you know, yeah. like playing all those games and having Except to for adjust. Us, like, and
2: Ninety-five degrees. That
1: too. That too. <laughs> that too. But it, it was playing all the different kinds of competition. We actually had an amazing game against Emily Day and Betsy Flint where we surprised ourselves, where we were confident. We were, it's kind of like we just yin and yang. We knew what we were each other were doing. We didn't really need to talk. We just were moving together. So it was Mm -hmm. awesome.
2: Yeah. Austin, last time I was there, it like flooded. And then the next like a few hours later, it was like 105 or something. (laughs)
0: Yeah, because that's the trouble with like hot places. When it rains, it's cool for a second, yeah. and then when it's not it's, raining, it's just boiling. Eighty like percent humidity. Yeah, you second. feel
2: like you're underwater
0: almost. Exactly. It's like hot water. Exactly. You're in a jacuzzi.
2: Yeah. The aguas calientes. <laughs> <right>? Oh yeah. <laughs> That's a whole other whole other story. That was wild. Last year oh, we were both
1: we were the same. Yeah. yeah, that's I was, where I got I was, those was, cute boots from. Yeah, she,
0: <laughs> oh, wait.
2: she bought yeah.
1: Those, your... those are the boots oh, that I got oh, when we were okay. at August Calientes. Okay. She bought my yeah.
2: little boots before, was, she, was was, born, before or, she was born. Or, yeah, before she oh, was yeah. born. Before she was born.
0: Gabby was like showing you the video. Yeah, I like, yeah. I didn't know that Gabby and Fallon were super close. No, no, it made us close though. Yeah, exactly.
1: No, but at at the actual venue it was a fair so it had all different kinds of vendors and stuff so when in between games if you're not at the cattle ranch you're at
2: our tournament they're selling like
1: cows and 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 everything and then they had like belt buckles and all this different kind of leather stuff and then yeah there was cowboy boots and all of a sudden i see on the top and it was like pink boots i'm like tries having a girl i just asked him and i'm like nicolette should i get him like yeah let's get him i'm like how much is it it was like Twenty dollars. I was like, Oh, that's that's fine. They're Let's like, do it. They
2: look like handmade
1: they and look so yeah. authentic. I yeah. was like, Yeah, we're doing this. It's complete but it was awesome. And you have different goats and horses and I think all that was kind my of
2: first uh like baby clothes I got.
1: Really? Like, I mean yes. that was what, like
2: Mama Fallon. Was I was like the three, first one like, three months before she was born. Yeah. Maybe I had some onesies, but that's yeah.
1: Count. It's okay. Yeah. I'm I'm the first one. I'm she, gonna keep that to heart now. She <laughs> just
2: <laughs> grew into them too.
1: Yeah, that's like, awesome. Yeah, I'm stoked on
2: them.
0: Yeah, She's you've looking got, good. You got a good track record in Norsakes though. You've uh, you
1: I won, love the North won three? I yeah, we won three meddled and then, then medaled in all six. You played medaled in all six, and I I love the Caribbean in general. I played in Puerto Rico while um, playing overseas, and okay. I love just it's like my environment. I just I don't know. I feel like I thrive there. The weather's great. It's always beautiful yeah. wherever we go. I mean, yeah. I was Calientes wasn't. <laughs> Like beautiful in that way, but the people made it great. And that's what's awesome about it. And, um, I've been blessed with partners that I, you know, was able to thrive with in those. And, you know, I also financially, I was like, okay, I need to get points first. I'm going to do the Norseka and financially it's a lot cheaper for me to go here and, I wanted to get a partner where I could go do FIVBs with, and it just didn't work out last year. And now, you know, being with my new partner, I'm able to do that. But we still kind of want to sprinkle in North because we had so much fun. So, but North is awesome. I mean, you go through your trials and tribulations there for sure. But um, at the end of the day, it always comes out to what it's supposed to.
0: Yeah. And your new partner is uh, Corinne Cueto. Yeah. Cool. Huge fan of that team. Love yeah. her. Awesome. you guys awesome. have played uh, a couple qualifiers, North America qualifiers, yeah. and two North is and you've only lost, what, one set?
1: I'm not really... I can't recall that. <laughs> <laughs> can't recall that, but it feels good out there. And... She she has a little spunk to her, even though she's yeah. like so sweet and innocent. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, you got a little sass on you, a little sarcasm. and <laughs> I'm like, I like that. Am I rubbing off on you? And it, you can tell that she's confident as well. And we both compliment each other, which is really nice. And, you know, I, I've been blessed with all the partners that I have. They've all given me something where I can give to her. And I feel like that's kind of a mom statement at that, you know, like, but, you know, I, I don't really mom her. I really like, I'm her friend. I'm her teammate. We're, yeah. we're both, you know, here on the same page. And if we're not, we talk about it and it's, it's a great start right now. And I'm really excited for this year.
0: Yeah. And when you guys started playing the North acres together, like, did you have anything in mind? like coming up for the 2020 season or was it like, oh, well I want to play and, and you want to play and let's just yeah so go?
1: She actually texted me when I was in Hawaii because I had gone to Hawaii earlier because I have family out there. So I was just visiting with them and everything she texted me like, hey, you want to play in North Sacred Qualifier? I was like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so um, after that, we kind of had one practice and then we went into the North Sacred Qualifiers and... There wasn't really expectations because I knew that she was going to play or try and play in uh four-star with her other partner okay. at the time. So I kind of, me, I respect boundaries. I, I don't really like to be like oh do you want to play next year yeah. like even though you have another tournament i kind of wanted to see how we would do i wanted yeah. to see how we meshed, like in the same room together you know all of those things are important because yeah. you're traveling with this person everywhere yeah. there's going to be a lot of different obstacles that are going to come your way like how are you going to handle it together so it it worked out that you know we got along great we smiled we laughed we both had like the same snacks and <laughs> you know like random <laughs> stuff like things. that the small yeah, things yeah. came together and um, after the first Norseka, I know I went home and I was like, I think I want to play with Corinne, but I'm going to wait and like figure out, you know, what she's doing. I don't want to put any pressure. And then we happened to win the second one. And then um, I think it was like the holiday time, right by Thanksgiving. So I waited till Thanksgiving was over and I texted her like, hey, let's go to lunch. So I, I yeah. talked to her and I just wanted to put myself out there because I wanted to say, you know, like this is what I want to do next year. These are my intentions. And I think that we meshed really well and I just kind of left it in, you know, the ball was in her park and I just wanted her to feel that it wasn't pressure. I told her I didn't want an answer right now. Yeah. And I kind of left it like that and I felt good, you know, like, okay, she knows how I feel. If it doesn't happen, at least I was true. I was honest. Right. And, you know, we're we're still on good terms. So, you know, it just ended up working out and she was like, yeah, let's play together. And I was like, yes, right. I love it. We went to our favorite place, Chicken Maison, oh, oh to yeah. have some food and oh, we we're yeah. excited. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you know?
2: All right, we're going to pause
0: here and take a quick second to acknowledge our lovely sponsors. Support for Sandcast from, comes from a new sponsor, Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels, which in beach volleyball, this is a well-groomed sport. You want to be looking good out there, which is why our code for 20% off is look good, play good. And you also want Manscaped because everyone knows or probably knows a guy who has had a trouble, uh, a troubling Manscaped story. I had uh, a buddy in my fraternity who used scissors down there, and it just doesn't work. Work all that well all the time, and that's why you have Manscaped here to help you out. It's redesigned the electric trimmer. Their lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary skin safe technology, so this trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts. You don't need that in your life, trust me. Manscaping accents are finally a thing of the past. Try. Well, and don't use the same trimmer on your face as you're using on your balls. (laughs) That's just
2: nasty. Manscaped also has the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You're already using deodorant on your armpits. Why are you not using deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? Go ahead and get 20% off plus free shipping with the code LOOKGOODPLAYGOOD at manscaped.com.
0: Always use the right tools for the job, ladies and gentlemen. Your balls will thank you. So that is 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code look good, play good today. Speaking of balls, Travis
2: Wilson just came out with a new ball. That's the new optics ball with the OPTX technology. It's definitely been my favorite ball since I was a kid. I used to play with Wilson back at that Outrigger canoe club, as everyone's heard many times over the podcast and, uh, Honestly, the Wilson's the best ball in the world. If you talk to any of the athletes, the Americans, they all want to be playing with the Wilson. There's a reason that those are the balls you're seeing out on the beaches, whether it's California or Florida or somewhere in between. The Wilson ball is the go-to, and now there's a completely different look that is built to make you perform better, to see the ball better, but it's the same feel. So go to Wilson.com, get yourself a new ball, because if you don't have a new ball, then you're just... You're just that guy on the beach or girl. And use promo code WilsonSand to get your discount today. I'd like to take this moment to let all of you know about Firefly Recovery, something that I take on the road with me when I'm traveling. I usually use it on the plane because you know how your legs get all swollen when you're traveling across the world, is a way for us to recover faster with increased blood flow. There's these knee straps and they have these nerve stimulators on them and basically it helps you recover and you'll see a lot of beach volleyball players wearing them and uh, you need to get yourself a pair today at fireflyrecovery.com all right everybody now it's time for your pacific coast wealth management olympic update it's been quite a grind in this 2019 season and the season is finally over so we are officially in the off season the top american team is taylor crab and jake gibb and they're in the eighth spot in the world triborn yours truly and Trevor are in the 10th spot. Meanwhile, Philip Dahlhauser and Nick Lucenter are in the 17th spot, still looking to fill two more finishes uh, to get their 12th. And then on the women's side, April Ross, as always, is in the second spot with Alex Kleinman. They've been dominating this year. But in the fifth spot, Carrie Walsh Jennings and Brooke Sweat. In the sixth spot, Sarah Sponsel and Kelly Clays. Yes, the American women are absolutely stacked. And in the seventh spot, Kelly Larson and Emily Stockman. It is going to be an insane qualification year in 2020. We're all looking forward to it. Hopefully, Born and Crab are there. Aloha. And now, back to the show. Love that spot. I love it. It's Wait, awesome. Is that what uh,
0: Spencer brought over for the Super Bowl last
2: year? Uh, I believe that was Chicken Dijon. Uh, okay. oh, different. Di- different, different. Artesia different. versus... Inglewood and Mahamich Boulevard, Boulevard.
1: Yep. yeah, right by the 99 cents store. Rival, You're
2: close. Rival. Yeah. Rival.
1: I don't think I've been to Chicken Dijon since I've been going to Chicken Maison. Yeah. So,
2: right, new
1: loyalty. <laughs> I yeah. have a loyalty yeah. to Chicken Maison. They know my order. They know how many garlic sauces yeah. I like. You
0: know, I just I stick to them. Yeah,
2: I'm a Dijon guy just because it's on my street here. Yeah, yeah. it's too close. It's yeah. very close. It's too
0: convenient for I, sure. Uh, I got to ask this. So I've heard about like all these lunch meetings with players. Like, how long into the lunch are you? Like, all right. Let's like uh, talk about what we're here for. Like how much, like, how much like small talk do you have to go through before you're like, all right. I think we just
1: talked about like the holidays at first and yeah. like how the family was. And I told her, uh, I told her cause I cooked a whole Thanksgiving meal. I told her like how long it took me to get the turkey prepped and everything else yeah. going. And, then from there, she's like, "Okay, so, you know, it, she's like, I think well, it was, she
2: can cook exactly, so you're in. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. I think she kind of, you know, <laughs> exactly, exactly. That was like the, you know, winter winner chicken dinner right there. Yeah. So, but it, there is sometimes it's awkward. I've gone to quite a few where it's just like, so how is everybody? And you like yeah. talk for twenty minutes, and all of a sudden it's like, huh, ah, so... quietness, yeah. you know." <laughs> uh, like, you know, like, oh, yeah. I try to get to the point a little bit, but...
2: That's helpful. I'm yeah, sure. yeah. I try.
0: <laughs> you mentioned uh, you kind of laid out your goals. Um, what were some of those goals and intentions that you kind of spoke to Crane about that you guys seem pretty in line with?
1: Well, I wanted to play FIBB. Like, I, that was my goal in general, but I knew that I was new to the beach game. I needed to figure yeah. it out. Like, my first year was like, okay, get your feet wet with the AVP, yeah. figure that out, figure how to travel, figure how to get it paid for. Okay, next, if you can get to FIVB is great. If not, get to as many international that you can. And this year I want to get, you know, into some three, four stars, you know, and Mm -hmm. obviously that's going to take some two, three stars in there too. But I mean, uh, I've watched, you know, my uncle, I've watched several of my family members and other people go through this whole thing. And I think I have enough experience and enough on my back that I can get my feet wet in that and see... Where I am, you know, and I told her that, you know, if I needed to, I would, you know, choose a FIVB over an AVP at this point right now Mm -hmm. because I feel like I need to push myself. I feel like I need to see different kinds of volleyball because... Nor because you see different volleyball, but it's you need to see a higher level. You need to see Olympians. You need, I'm sorry, but you need to get your butt kicked. You know, like yeah. you need to be, and that's not what I'm not getting in AVP, but it's a different kind. Right. And mm-hmm. also, I would love to see the world more. I would, you know, those are all things that I used to do when I played overseas. You get to experience different parts of the world. You get to yeah. be in that culture, and I love that part too.
0: Yeah, super fun. Yeah. So, have you guys um, laid out? Because I know that there's a fair amount of FIVBs that you can get in before Huntington. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you guys kind of looked at a couple that you're looking
1: at? Uh, we've looked at a couple. Now, you know, looking at points is was our next step from sure. there. And um, I, we, I know we wanted to play in some country quotas as well. Right now we're at the point of <laughs> Corinne put everything on our calendar. And if we don't get in, then she'll take it off. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I like that. Uh, yeah, we know. Yeah. That's a good way to be, and if we, uh, we're actually not going to Cambodia because uh, she's a bridesmaid right. in your wedding,
0: but, oh. you know, I,
1: I figured that was a priority,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but
1: it's okay. I mean, that that just gives me more time to prepare and to have a preseason, and I was yeah. okay with that because yeah. that means I'm going to get more touches and reps in practice, but. Yeah.
2: I don't know if um, anyone ever, like, has scheduled out their entire season and then no. stuck to it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So much changes. Like, so much. As of right now, we have the first two seasons. Scheduled. I mean, everything's Probably scheduled. NBA, right. But like, yeah, we're gonna have to play it by ear based on our situation. Yeah. And I mean, shoot, if you start winning a bunch of tournaments or doing really well, you're like, I don't have to go to this two star anymore. Exactly. That's definitely a draw <laughs> stop. <laughs> exactly. Unless it's like in the best place ever and you just want to see it. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I think that's pretty normal. Just wing it. Yeah. Exactly. That's kind of how we do. Yeah. <laughs> Figure out what your financial situation yeah, is halfway exactly. through the year. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I think uh, a lot of... I
0: forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, you started playing, like, full-time beats, like, 2018, yeah I know you had kind of dabbled Navy piece Mm -hmm. but I'm assuming that's when what years were you overseas for
1: so um, it was 2012 to 2017 I was playing overseas and then 2018 was my
2: first beach season 12 to 17 that's a big chunk yeah Yeah. you
0: did Pan Am's
2: in
1: 15 15 2015 we went to Toronto which was amazing we got gold there And uh, appreciate it. Appreciate it. I was a I was a, a bench sitter slash a scouter slash. <laughs> but it was it was a great experience for me being on the national team. Mm-hmm. Oh, I I got to be in the gym with Olympians every day. Yeah, I got to see how they grind every day. I got to see them work through all the stuff that the coaches threw at them every day and you know at that gym you're no one's good because everyone was here you know you can't say well I'm this and this well this girl has two more medals than you like what do you you know like it was never that kind it was just a level of respect but you know I also got to see Olympic year 2016 how it's survival of the the fittest in that situation and it's hard because the girls you know end in I want to say January, February if they go to China and if not they're done in April and they're in the gym from January to all the way up until Olympics are done. Yeah. And that's grueling enough. They're not going home to see their families. They're not able to do all that kind of stuff. And there's also all the pressure because people are getting cut every week. You know, there's two people that go home and stuff. So that taught me and opened up my eyes so much more to just, you know, being able to love volleyball and play it for what it is. You know yeah. what I mean? And, um, i i saw i mean so the people on the national team now i see jordan larson and then Faluke coming back from her baby like all of these people going through all these different changes and stuff are still teaching me as well so
2: it's did awesome you ever cross paths with alex clemen indoors
1: i did alex clemen and i went to the same high school oh
2: yeah and costa, then right? costa yep. yeah
1: i played with her my freshman year and okay. she was a senior okay and uh we won a national championship and a state championship together and then um, I faced her my freshman year in college at SC at Stanford, yeah. and uh, we actually took that game in five hey, yeah, and made doing. it to uh, the final four. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, we've we've known each other for a long time, and she's really grown in just volleyball in general. Yeah. And it's amazing to see just her whole journey and everything, and taking that into account of what I want to do as well. And How she's gotten to the point she is now is, you know, what I want to do. So it's awesome to see her succeed.
2: And you've crossed paths probably at SC with Alex Jupiter, who's Alex on the Jupiter. French national yeah, team. Yeah, she's
1: one of my best friends. Yeah. I've known her since I was 13 years old, she's still a, talk to this day. She's a
2: good person. She's a Character. great person, yeah. yeah. Really good David. beach player, too. Good really beach good, player, yeah. player. Really good beach player.
1: Really good beach player. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> yeah it was sure. awesome to be a tandem together oh, for on sure, yeah. a SC. That was something that was awesome to have. Heavy arms. Yeah, Heavy arms. exactly. <laughs> yeah. We we were the moon ball team, you know? We had... I think the shortest girl on our on our roster, but on the court, was like six one, and that was our setter. Whoa! And that was Kendall Bateman, and the rest of us were. Who was your
2: setter in high school? Kendall Bateman. Yeah. Yeah,
1: So we we had the same. Chemistry and, I mean, we're all six four, six six, and you're setting this high ball. Yeah. Like, oh, well, we have so much time to get there, and all little do nice you know we're like you. here off the block, <laughs> over the block. So Straight it works. Yeah. yeah, and take m- all the time you need. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> exactly, it's exactly, <laughs> exactly.
2: Yeah. Um, I feel so like we. Team. <laughs> oh, oh, oh yeah, I do. High, high school won. was a lot. Yeah. High school was a lot. I feel like we crossed paths a lot because SC, well, somewhat, different yeah. timing, but
1: mm-hmm.
2: SC, Puerto Rico. Yep. I also played on the indoor Pan Ams team mm-hmm. at one point, and now we're on the beach. <laughs> just trying to follow you, try. Yeah, I mean. Just trying to yeah, follow you. Yeah. <laughs> you have a lot of success.
1: I'm just trying to get step by step I was there. just
2: going for the experiences, you know? <laughs> exactly. You know, you know where a good time's at. Um, how was Puerto Rico, though?
1: Uh, Puerto Rico is my second Where'd home. You play? So I played for uh, Umacao. I played for Caguas. I played for Naranjito. Mm-hmm. I played for Mayaguez. Uh-huh. And I won a championship in Caguas. Damn, how many years was that? That was uh, two, three, three years. I played for two teams in one year. Yeah. I got traded and I... I got more money as well, so that's why I also go. took it. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, oh, crazy we'll trade you, works. and you give you more money. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Fine. <laughs> it's and just you know, down there in this beautiful rainforest. Yeah, you know, exactly. why would I say no? <laughs> yeah,
2: and and you're only moving like 20 minutes down the road. Exactly, it's not like you're like getting sent across the yeah, country. Yeah, well, exactly. You are, but it's, yeah, not, but it's a little island.
1: You're still driving that same.
2: Yep, I played bit. in Corozal, and then I got traded to uh, the Gigantes. What was it? Uh, gigantes know. yeah
1: Guainabo or no, in san juan near there.
2: it's near san juan ah, i forget okay but then the next year Guaynabo, in, um i think that's what it was Guaynabo. yeah damn it's been that long <laughs> and then uh um ponce on oh, the other side.
1: and say They have a really good fan base Yeah, they're exactly. That's really what I was going say. Base. The fans
2: must have loved you. Loved there, me. They are so fiery. They off. are
1: so fiery, and I would do that little, like, ah.
2: Like, <laughs>
0: oh, they would love you. You like, know? And it. oh,
1: my gosh. It yep. was it was a lot of fun, and that's why I was saying, like, the Caribbeans like that, too. They have yeah. fire. So much and much flair. They're yeah. all wearing,
2: like, neon yes, shoes yes. and sweatbands yeah. and... No, I
1: think the women inspire me to be even more confident because it doesn't matter what shape, size, height, anything. Mm -hmm. They're going out there in whatever they want. You know, it could be neon. It could be see-through. It could be (laughs) net. It could... No, seriously. And they're going out there walking with their kids and they have their, you know, shoulders broad here, hips moving, and they're (laughs) just going. And, okay, there's no worries in the world. We're on this beautiful beach. No one cares, you know?
2: It was awesome. And in Puerto Rico, like, volleyball is like... The sport, yeah, it's, it's really? bigger than basketball, I think. Yeah, especially I think for we, women, we, I like, think they
1: go with baseball because baseball's oh, okay. baseball, huge. So yeah, we're yeah, like, yeah. we're right there, okay. right there.
2: But especially for women, um, volleyball is huge, huge out there. And like, you're at the grocery store, and like, people are recognizing you. And yeah. They didn't. Yeah. I guess they probably recognized me because I was the whitest guy on the island. <laughs> but uh, my buddy was like so popular out there because he's on the national team. And it's like the real deal. You really feel yeah. like a professional athlete. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Do you teach
1: Spanish? I understand Spanish, and I can speak it when I'm around it. It's okay. one of those things where it's like you pick up and you get the words. oh, I can talk cool. now. And mm-hmm. when I'm home, I tried it. So my son was with me when I was in Puerto Rico. Okay. So um, I actually started teaching him Spanish, and I had all the girls in the locker room only speak Spanish to him. Nice. So then he had to pick it up. So now when we're home, you know, I'm like go put that in the basura or yeah. like, what <laughs> yeah, color is words. this? like little words to mm-hmm. like key it in so yeah. I'm still talking and then when I know I'm going back to a North Seca or something, I'm like, Duolingo. Okay, yeah. let's do yeah. it. Let's yeah. refresh. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. was- I, I like to, I like to talk to the other players. I like to, you know, yeah. It's, yeah. it's, that's the great thing about it is their culture. They want to be, you know, a part of you, They want to talk to you more and I still talk to them all the time on DMs, on Instagram mm-hmm, yeah. and stuff and see how their lives are.
2: Yeah. Luckily, Puerto Rico, like, it's a uh, what do you call it territory of yeah, the U.S. Yeah, it's Americanized so like, for sure. Most almost everyone speaks English over there, so like you're yeah. not like screwed or like left yeah. out of full dinner conversations <laughs> like I was when I played in Turkey. Um, I was like, well, I mean, I learned hello, goodbye, and good yeah. and that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll just sit here until you guys, until <laughs> so the one guy who speaks English uh, wants to talk to me. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, Puerto Rico was a good time. I was actually planning on going back, like however many times, yeah. Until I came to the beach and I got to play with Hayden, so I was like, all right, I'm, I'm gone. I'll <laughs> exactly. Take that. I'm exactly. Out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. Luckily, he expedited my whole Norseka. I think we played in like three. Okay. And then we were through. And you and um, Trev
0: went back to Agua's.
2: Yeah, I finally got a was Norseka gold. Like, I never got a gold. Was that the three
0: star equivalent, or was that a different one? You guys? No, played? that's no.
2: The, you're thinking about the championship. Taylor yeah, got
0: uh, that one. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> my fault. So easy. After, after <laughs>
2: way well, I broke, when I broke my hand, I couldn't play in that qualifier. Yeah. So just like on top of the Manhattan and the Olympic points, the five stars, I couldn't play in that either. Yeah.
0: So <laughs> why did you guys play in that? in August? For like the world champs? So like a continental spot? You had to
2: play in a Narseca to accept the world champs bid something. I don't know. It was weird. Yeah, they made up the rule because they want more people to play in Ortega's. Yeah. So, like, I think to get the third spot, we had we had to. I don't know. Yeah. To go to World Champs, we had to play.
0: Yeah. Might as well win Gold you're
1: there. <laughs> Might <Mine> as well. <laughs> yeah. Might <Mine> as well. <coughs> Might as well. While well, yeah. well we're on the farm.
0: Right, yeah. <laughs> exactly.
1: Exactly. Bouncing balls off <laughs> of the was, the and cows it, and stuff. And then
2: they give you cash. So it was at a carnival. Mm-hmm. So, like, they're selling cows and all that, but it was also a carnival. And then they, like... They give you cash, tell you to take a picture with it. We're all, like, taking pictures in front of people. Yeah. yeah. And then we send this off into the crowd. Yeah. And we're like, <coughs> sorry, excuse me.
0: No, you're good. <coughs> send us into a crowd with... When they know we have, like, 10 bucks 50 or $500 on us, whatever it is, for one of them or go. <laughs> Good idea.
1: I actually told Nicolette, I'm like, give me the money, and I'm going to put it in the bottom yep. of my bag, and I'm going to zip it up because I'm pretty sure they're not going to get me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're not going to mess with me. They might try and tug on you, but no. It was, I'm not the target here. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know. I just... I've traveled so much that I just, you know, I I know the cues of when people are trying to, you know, get you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Nicolette, like, the sweet...
1: The sweet, blonde, (laughs) blue-eyed girl, girl, you know. Hi! Even though she has a little sass on her, but she, she, no. She might have uh, screamed if something happened (laughs) and it was already gone. (laughs) We didn't want that to happen. We didn't want that to happen at all.
0: Were you... uh, So you were overseas from 2012 to 2017, and then you mentioned that you kind of came back because you wanted to get full custody of your son. Yeah. Um, obviously a great incentive to come back. Yeah. Um, what made you decide to go for the beach after that? Because I feel like a lot of people just would have been like, okay, well now like the volleyball phase of my life, might be over now like I can be a full-time mom right get into something else but you made the decision to go full-time on the
1: beach well I've always loved beach I started playing beach when I was nine so like if they had beach volleyball in high school like I would have done it if they had you know beach when I was in college like I would have played but at the point where I was it was that I needed to make money for my family and you know, now that I'm home and I didn't have to play or I I can't play overseas, it just made sense to go to my roots and play beach. Right. You know, that was always my end game, but it just happened to be expedited a little yeah. bit faster than I thought it would.
0: Right. And that first year, like, what was it like going back? Because, I mean, you had played a little bit of beach while you were overseas. I know you played a couple qualifiers. Yeah. And going straight, like, to the beach all the time, I'm sure yeah. it's probably a bit of a... A change for you especially like indoor you have set practices and like a coach and team and then you yeah the beach and it's like well do you want to practice tomorrow like, do you guys yeah so
1: i actually started my grind with alexa strange mm-hmm. and um alexa and i were both super passionate and really just trying to get our, our feet wet and yeah. figure out what we could do and we had jaren Barreto as our coach and we during that whole off-season, like, I think we practiced, like, four four times a week. And then yeah. we played in every AVP next yeah. that we could. So we were, I think it was four months that it was either in Huntington or it was in <laughs> Carlsbad. Yeah. And we did that drive, like, literally every other weekend just so we could get some points. And yeah. then we started winning them. I'm like, okay, this is good. We're, we're getting somewhere where we know where we are. And then all of a sudden AVP started and then we started qualifying and, Mm -hmm. you know, that right there just showed me like, I knew that I would be okay, but I didn't know how much I'd have to sacrifice. I didn't know how much, you know, I would have to financially put in there. Like, those are all things that are, you know, question marks that you're just wondering. So, um, being able to have someone that was just as new as you, I was, you know, it was something that was great for me.
0: Yeah. And uh, I feel like you, you mentioned how valuable it was for you to be in the gym, uh, like for the Pan Am Games and just to see how they worked and grinded. Was there anyone in particular that you kind of like looked up to and, and the lessons that you took, I guess is what I'm asking, from the indoor what you learned from those girls and kind of implemented to the way you work on a the beach?
2: There's
1: so many. <laughs> um, I've actually, like, there's going from all of them like there was Kim Willoughby who actually wasn't in the gym she was in Puerto Rico with me but yeah. she she t- she was in the Olympics the previous year and she taught me a lot of patience which I didn't have because I was young right. like telling me to be patient in the process being patient on Puerto Rico is a stepping stone it's not your end game mm-hmm. you know and then I went into the um, I went into the Europe world where I played in Poland and I had um, Come back for USA, I think we had some scrimmages or something, and Jordan Larson always went into the gym an hour before you were supposed to, and stretched, and hypervolted, and um, not hypervolted, the uh, vibrating one, no, 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 the vibrating roller, the Viper, was in there literally vipering for at least 45 minutes. (laughs) And I started to like look at her at first two weeks. i like, oh my God, like, you know. And I yeah. was commuting from Hermosa Beach to Anaheim and she lived in Orange County, but I was like, I don't care. I'm going to get there an hour early too. Yeah. Those are things that now that I'm doing now, I did a little bit of stuff with that, but now I understand what she's doing because she's preparing her body and her mind for what she's doing for her work. Like that's what people don't get is like that extra hour that she put in there. She's dialed in. Okay. I need to, these are my goals. These are this, you know, she's probably talking to herself while, you know, doing all that stuff and getting her mind, body and soul ready. And that's something I took from her and who else? So many goodness. Um, Who got hurt? I can't remember who got hurt, but there was um, a player in there who got hurt And she was supposed to come in for two rehabs a day. And then she had to ice bath three times. And literally, I saw her for two years doing the same routine. And usually, like, when you're hurt that long, it does a lot to your mental. And she was always positive, always smiling. And what we didn't realize is, like, we were the ones helping her get through all of that. And what she was telling me is like, she would, she would log everything and she would like express her feelings. She's like, it's okay to feel crappy. It's okay to like, but I'm coming back because I need to do this. Cause you guys were out there sacrificing your bodies for me. Like, and I'm going to do the same thing here. And that was for me was that recovery right there. Like I need a sacrifice for myself in order to be out there. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm not going to stretch, if I'm not going to do all this stuff, then I'm going to be the one that's hurt and not Mm -hmm. doing all this. And that's what she was telling me. Like, I didn't do enough maintenance. I didn't do enough this in order to do that. So, like, it's a lot of different people giving me so many different pieces. And I appreciate all of them. You know, Mm -hmm. I think uh, Nicole Fawcett, I don't think I ever told her this. Nicole Fawcett um, was in the gym with me, and she actually played in Puerto Rico. But she was always super tough, like, with all the newcomers. I never understood why. Like, she always gave me a hard time. And like me, I'm spunky. Like, I'm like going to give it right back at you. And she looks at me, she's like, calm down, whippersnapper. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> like, all right. Like, and then I had to, I had to earn her respect. I had to, and for her, it was teaching the ways of what she had to deal with when she was there. And also not thinking like, you're not, you're not the best here. You're going to have to, you know, accommodate to us and make sure that, you know, and, she also, you know, took me underneath her wing a lot too. And that's where something of, you know, my middle name is Taleti, and it means tough love. She gave me a ton of tough love. And that, that was like my love language there. It's like, she gave me a, you know, she made me work for it. And all of a sudden, you know, she made me, you know, understand a lot of the things that I needed to know, you know, being in the limelight of the national team and understanding that it's not just about you, it's about us. And, it was a, a lot of different things that I, I never had before, so it was yeah. awesome.
0: I think one of them, um, I haven't seen you play a ton, but I think just looking at the success you've been able to have, like so many different partners, and just the personality you have on the court, I feel like um, one of your better traits is you're just like a great teammate. You know, you've you've won with Nicolette. Uh, I think you won in Norseco with Molly Turner. I did, you, yeah. And then you uh, got third and uh, P1440 Huntington, mm-hmm. right?
1: We sure did. Uh, you
0: and Alexa yeah. had a great run. You and Puri had some good tournaments. Yeah. You and were two for two. Um, I feel like that's such a hard thing to have, especially for someone who was so good at about growing up. Like, Where did you learn how to be such a good partner and a teammate despite usually being one of the best on the court?
1: So you have to know that you have to be crappy in order to be good. I was a crappy teammate when I was young because I I only thought about myself in the sense of like what I have to do to benefit the team. Mm-hmm. How can I make the team better? Like what do I like I need to get kills. I need to do this. I didn't look outside myself. And that hurt me in the end because they're like, you don't even care about us. Like you don't even like I would get upset because like I'm a 6'4 girl and I'm diving and getting a ball up and I would get mad because they wouldn't give the same effort. Yeah. My mom would have to give me like the talk like you can't expect the same from them. They're not you. So I had to realize that and, you know, I was crappy at the end and, you know, I still have teammates. I'm like, you know, I'm sorry for being so crappy. Like (laughs) I I was young and dumb and thought I was, you know, you know, a little bit better than I probably was. But, you know, at the end of the day, like I wouldn't trade those days for the world for those girls. You know, I I still see them to this day, give them lots of love and, you know, cherish those moments because you spend forever with them. You know, you traveled everywhere in club, in high school, all that kind of stuff and, I think also it comes back to being a mom. You know, I had to, I had to adjust to my child. I had to understand who he was, what he was going to give me. I mean, love is no longer about, no, it's no longer about me anymore. And that's where in my partners, like, you know, I don't judge. Number one thing is I don't judge you. Your life is separate from what we have here. You know, what you choose to do is what you choose to do as long as it doesn't affect us. You know, that's not my business, you know, and the other thing is like always be honest. That's another thing that, you know, I always talk about my with my teammates. And if you can't be honest, at least let's find a ground where we can kind of, you know, step by step, get there. And um, third is love. Like, it has to be a lot of love. Like, you know, everyone calls me mom or mama for a reason like i i teach them recovery like i bring you know magnesium i'm bringing if you get constipated i have like the stuff to bring like i literally it might, they used to make fun of me cuz i had a huge suitcase but it's all of the remedies or anything that if you're sick or something like maybe you don't need a big suitcase of stuff but at least have like a bag where you can be ready for a b c d e f g that could happen while you're, you're traveling to
2: have toilet paper you're going to want to yeah you need wipes around. you need but wipes what? like seriously like
1: all all of those things happened and Mm -hmm. you know i i i try not to be too much like you need to do this and that like Mm -hmm. no it's just like hey i have all this stuff here like i have electrolytes i have this like if you need it if i see them struggling like okay drink it (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) like you look a little tired or you haven't drank enough water today and Mm -hmm. it, it all comes from you know things that i've experienced and it comes out of love i i love every single one of my partners that i've played with and I still talk to them. I still care about their lives. I still like, oh my God, like Nicolette got a puppy <laughs> or Preetis had a 40th birthday or like I'm all, I'm invested. It's, it's not because, you know, and this is something that like, I didn't want to come across is just because I play with a lot of people. It doesn't mean that I'm difficult. It just means that our goals or something has shifted where we're not a priority anymore. It doesn't mean that you're a bad person or anything else. It just means that life happened. You know, yeah. and that's something that people don't realize. And it, it's a business; it's not personal. And that's something that I always, you know, wanted them to know is like I still love you. I still want to hang out. I still want to give you love when I see you. Like I hope you, or if I can do anything to help you, you let me know. Yeah, you know that's something that's important to me.
2: Yeah. I think you've gone through a lot of these experiences at a young age. So, and these are experiences that everyone's going to go through eventually. Yeah, so you've kind of gone through it early, so people probably are drawn to that, like, oh, wow, she's kind of going to show me the way. And, like, she's already been there, done that, and gone through a lot of these hard things. Yeah. So I'm sure that's a good energy to give off. I'm
1: trying. I'm still learning. I'm still learning.
2: (laughs) I'm I'm learning, too. I was getting advice on babies uh, a few months before. I was like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'll take all the advice I can get, for sure. You you think that that having a kid was, was that main turning point? that you were talking about? I think
1: that was a huge part of not just growing up but finding who I am as a person who I wanted to be Mm -hmm. you know being young and volleyball just being everything for me I didn't know what outside of volleyball life was you know I got to experience what life was and what I liked and who I wanted to be was based off not just being a parent, what kind of woman I wanted to be, what kind of friend, what kind of spouse, like mm. these are all things that came into fruition once it happened. Cause I have to show him who he wants to be right. through my actions. Mm. And that's, I wanted it always to be positive and I always wanted him to see something that was organic. And that was huge for me. I don't want him to see something that's forced, like yeah. do as I say, not as I do. Like right, that's totally. something that I didn't want to happen. Yeah. And, you know, I'm still young, I'm only 27, so I'm yeah. pretty sure things are gonna totally. change and I'm gonna change a little bit, but I'm really happy on where I've come at a point where I, I love my life. I'm confident within myself, I get to help people, and I also get to learn and be open minded about things. And, you know, yep. I, I love those types
2: of experiences. Yeah, and the cool thing about beach volleyball is that, like, 27's like a rookie still, you <laughs> exactly. know? Exactly. Yeah. Like, I've been on, I'm 30 and I feel young. Mostly because all these old guys are sticking around so long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're still not Whereas becoming... like indoors, we would be like, kind of, or I'm 30. Yeah. But 30 um, is like you're a veteran. Yeah. You're like maybe I'm on your way, way out. <laughs> kind of exactly. Right? Yeah, exactly. it's exciting.
0: It's been fun having uh, like parents come on the show. Like uh, Kim Nuccello came on like yep. pretty soon after she had her baby, and she was just talking about how like all the changes that not necessarily physically, but mentally, she's like, I used to just be this like ruthless competitor, and like. I'd be like kind of hard on my partner, and then like I had this baby, and I was like, oh my gosh, like, she it was like this like light bulb moment, and she was like, well now winning and losing isn't you know the end of the day; it's just like I had to go home to like my baby boy. Yeah, it seems like you've had like a very similar experience not that you were like a ruthless competitor i mean i am a ruthless competitor don't get don't get me wrong but
1: (laughs) it's a different way you know it's one of the wins than losses and um i think right now i'm willing to sacrifice wins and losses for experience Mm -hmm. you know i think that's something that's huge for me this year is i want as much experience i want as much opportunity i want to dabble my feet in whatever i'm able to get into because then i'll really know like You know, okay, you want to be a high level player. Well, you're you know, either you're going to sink or swim. And I've I've always been that kind of person. And I don't think I'm going to sink, but, you know, I don't think I'm going to swim right away. And I'm okay with that. I mean, that's part of and this is what I tell the kids that I coach, like you have to fail in order to succeed. Like you got to do the rep like 10 times and eight times you're going to fail. And the last two, it's not going to be like perfect, but it's going to be like somewhat in the direction you want it to be. Mm I want to do that this year, which I don't think Corinne's going to let me fail so much. But I think she is on the same page as that as well for me. And, you know, being being young, it's it's now or never for me, Mm -hmm. you know, and I don't want to wait. I want to see what the volleyball world has to offer and what I can, you know, I also want to add to it. I want to, you know, there's not many, you know, six, five big bone girl like me (laughs) that's, that's out there. And, you know, that's a huge part for me too, is to show girls and, you know, even boys, you know, there's not one size, there's not one, you know, tone, there's not one look, there's not one color. Like, as long as you work hard, as long as you do all these things, like you can do it. Yeah. You know, that's a huge part for me too, is you know I get a lot of DMs and it, it warms my heart because I'm doing it the right way. Yeah. You know, it shows me that, you know, people look at me like, oh, you know, how do you wear a bikini? Be so confident, like, hey, I've been wearing a bikini since I was like yay big. I've been yeah. on the beach at right. the yeah. AVP's, you know, shagging balls. Like, yeah. it's just, it's just a part of me. But yeah. I take it for granted sometimes, you know, not thinking about it. And that's where, you know, if you see my social media, I try to uplift people because, you know, it's a cold world out there, you oh, know, yeah. and people get lost. And unfortunately, the volleyball world, we've had, you know, a lot of mental illness happen. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I've I've been a person where, you know, I've been in a dark place before and I just had great people around me to uplift me. And working out in volleyball just happened to get me, you know, right out of it. Sometimes it doesn't happen that way. And you gotta, and not to judge people, but you gotta be able to extend yourself a little bit. And you know, the platform that we have is amazing that we get to be able to, even if it's like one person a day or one person a week or even a year, you affected one person and you're able to help them whatever they're going through, you know, whether it be nutrition, whether it be working out, whether Mm -hmm. it just be like, can you talk? Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk. What are you going through? Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, not to be nosy, but just, you know, maybe this needs you to listen. Right. Yeah. So that's a huge part of, you know, probably also why my partnerships work is I'm a good listener. Yeah. I, yeah. I like to, you know, even if it's stuff at home or stuff that probably doesn't need to be told to me, it's going <laughs> to lock here. I'm not going to tell your secret. Yeah. Let it out. Yeah. You know, Walk we're good.
0: Out, got I got you. I got you. <laughs> like,
1: you know, like, and that's something that. I'm, I'm grateful for that. I I can be that for someone or whoever that needs it. And, you know, I try to extend my boundaries sometimes because, you know, I know that sometimes I try to be like, okay, don't go too far here. Don't do talk about politics. Don't do this. Don't do that. But like, I am who I am, you know, I'm not going to change that. But at the same time, I'm going to stay within my means and help people that way, you know, for sure
0: i love it i love i love your spunk like anytime you come to the beach it's just in a better mood because of it so we appreciate that no worries
1: i I try to bring a little bit of fire that's a lot you know more smiles than anything else you know when you take yourself too serious you're probably not playing too well but if you're smiling you're probably at your you know your top you're having fun and you're in your rhythm grooving Mm -hmm. that's that's probably the best to be
2: yeah It's kind of in your bloodline too, right? Yeah. You've been watching this tour since you were younger. Yeah. Uh, Do you have fond memories of watching your uncle play? I mean, I have fond memories of like...
1: Everyone playing you, like is I more I used, family than Eric. Uh there's Eric, there's um, Albert Hanneman, oh, yeah. Nikki Hanneman, Mark you're, you're powell co- Louis. Cousins. Cousins. Oh, okay. wow. Yeah. So we're all, all we're okay. all connected. Yep. <laughs> we're all from the same True Polynesian island.
2: family. True Polynesian <laughs>
1: family. <laughs> we're all connected through something. Yeah, but yeah.
2: I probably know like half your other relatives that are back in Hawaii. <laughs> probably you pro- <laughs> probably walk by them all the
1: time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, um I, I was lucky enough to be able to to see the best in the world like Fred Souza yeah. Jose Loyola and Genio and um, there was one more uh, Akatubby. Oh, yeah. all, all of these people literally like Akatubby. I can say I'm probably the most like when I play okay. he was so loud and so spunky and I may not talk as much crap as he does, and I talk uh-huh. a lot of crap just to have fun. He <laughs> was, like, friendly, though. Yeah, you know? he he was going for your soul. Like, he was dark. Oh, and, yeah. like, you thought Rosie Raiders were bad? Like, <laughs> yeah. he was, like, in there just, like, I'm in your head, and I, I am going for it. Like, that that was him. And the things that I remember is um, Rosie Raiders. Rosie Raiders used to go to every single tournament. Yeah. And um, I remember Rosie Raiders, I forgot who he was playing with. was playing against my uncle and Dax Holdren. And I was shagging, I think it was in Santa Barbara. And I remember that I forgot what they were saying. They were chanting something, they were totally heckling him. And I said, I'm like, why are you being so mean? Like, he's a really nice guy.
2: Like, yeah.
1: it's like, honey, this is, no, no, no. We just, we're just trying to get in his head. It's yeah. okay. It's okay. I'm like, okay, all right. Really and I'm like, what is he doing? And they were just <laughs> chanting. And every time he served, like, you know, some guy would have a high-pitched scream yeah. at the side. Like, I had to learn it. I, that was from the best. Yeah. That oh, was well. the old school. And, you know, I my godfather was Steve Obradovich. And he was, wow. whoo. He was, oh, yeah, yeah. He, 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 he can talk and he actually coached me and, um, I didn't get to see him play, but just the stories that I've heard of him was just to the point of there was no coming back. They wanted to escort him off yeah. the beach. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, I've gauged myself in that way. But, yeah. um, I think, you know, Fred Souza he was an amazing blocker. That's, that's someone I remember. I remember he got four blocks in a row in one rally. You know, those are things that just instant come into my head. And I remember when Carrie and Misty um, was first couple years coming out and they were playing against Jenny Johnson Jordan and Annette. And I remember the rallies were endless. Like it was kind of like they knew what was coming and they at least six touches over the net for (laughs) one point. I was just like, they must be so tired. Yeah, like
2: making keep
1: making reads. Yeah. Keep I mean, Misty was amazing, Carrie was amazing. Jenny, Annette just being able to watch that and the passion they had and like they're dying and like <gasps> but they're like they're still going. They they learn how to maintain it and going right back for the next play. Like yeah. things like that just showed me grit, showed me how to be, you know, tenacious yep. and If you really love it, then you're going to give your all. And, you know, no matter how tired you are, you're going to go win that next point. Not the game. That next point. That was the whole thing. Like, don't think about the whole game. Like, they went point by point just to win that gruesome two out of three. Mm -hmm. So that was, for me, is just teaching me to you know, be tenacious and that point by point and wanting everything. That's probably why I roar when I, like, hit over on two yeah. or something. I'm like, Yeah, that's the point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, that one point you work so hard for, you know, you really just, you. you got, it's a
2: step-by-step totally, thing, you mm-hmm. know. I try to check myself and make sure that my energy's up high. and Or I, I guess I notice that I'm playing better when my energy's high and I'm kind of talking whether it's productive or not. Yeah, It's, like, good for me, Yeah, you know. Um how about uh, sharing the, the name Fanoi Moana with, with your uncle uh, and, and the prestige that he's put on that? How's that been? I mean... Um, For those of you who don't know, we had Dane on two weeks ago. Yeah. So you guys should know who Eric Fanoi Moana is. Dane's partner they won the gold in... 2000? Uh, Sydney. Sydney. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. No, um, our whole yeah. family is full of athletes yeah. and the bar was raised high at a young age. So, I mean, my aunt is also an Olympian. She was a butterfly swimmer. Wow. And wow. then all of my uncles played multiple sports. I think my uncle, Scott, made the Olympic team but got hurt for water polo. Wow. So, my mom was Very a great yeah. volleyball player. You know, everyone did something. You right. That was your job, yeah. you know? and. Being able to share that name is huge, you know. Mm -hmm. Just going to Hawaii, like everyone from, you know, everyone knows who our family is and Mm -hmm. how much. So for me, it's a pride thing, and also wanting to represent my samoan and Hawaiian side um, Mm -hmm. and make sure that I'm doing it the right way, you know? And there is never a right way. (laughs) That's first (laughs) of all, that's what I learned. And also uh, being able to look at yourself in the mirror and be like, okay. Did you grind today? Did you do all these things? Because that's what they did. You know, it's kind of like your ancestors going down to them yeah. and everything else, you know, trying to make them proud in my daily life and who I am and what kind of mom I am, all, all that kind of stuff I kind of put in with my Fanoi Moana name. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, it obviously, my end goal is to go to the Olympics and do what he did. So yeah. being able not just to live up to him, but being able to live up to my goal, being able to live up to everything Great accomplishments are awesome, but just being able to say like I live this life and I did it my way.
0: Yeah,
1: that's a huge part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I
0: was gonna ask awesome. what the uh, what the end game would be. So yeah, Golden yeah, like I mean,
1: yeah, I mean, not able to but I, I'd like to get a couple. You know, I'm yeah. I'm young, like we just talked yeah. about, and. Yeah. Uh, I I mean, (laughs) exactly. I mean, this is not Kobe versus LeBron here. We're not. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, no, that's. I'd love to go as far as my body will take me. Yeah. And that's my huge part is to make sure my body's good and make sure you know if anything from body to family is not okay, then that's where I have to look at my life. But from this point right now, yeah, the goal is to go to the Olympics. The goal is to. Maybe go to a couple and you know, maybe do as well as, you know, obviously he'll take me my path and you know, I'm just here for the ride. Literally. I'm here to grind and once he says jump, I'm gonna jump on that train (laughs) and I'm going and I'm not gonna ask any questions. That's where that opportunity comes. So I'm ready when it's when it's ready for me. I
0: love it. Yeah. I love it. So what's uh what's the first step for you and Corinne this year? Um,
1: we're looking towards, uh, at FIVB Australia. That's our first, the, I think so. I think it's a three star. Um, and right now I think also is to get to know each other more. Yeah. You know, that's a huge part. Like, obviously we've played in some tournaments and everything, but I like what our coaches are doing to us right now. And that's basically mentally making us think a lot. Yeah. I like mentally being pushed, like obviously physically. We talked about me training a lot, Corinne training a lot, legs being tired. But mentally, if you can engage me where I have to, you know, think about other things instead of already having a solution, yeah. I'm winning already because I am mm-hmm. I don't have all the answers. I have to right. think, you know, on the fly what's going on because that's what volleyball is. You're not going to have all the solutions. It's going to be on the fly and it's going to be trust and yeah. all that kind of stuff. So that's where we are right now. And. You know, hopefully some more pop up where we can go from Australia to some other ones. Mm -hmm. But right now we're just leaving it in the air and we're training hard.
0: Yeah, I love it. Yeah. So good. Well, Fallon, thank you tons for coming in. No and worries. Uh, Thanks for got, having like, me. like two hours of stretching to get to. And <laughs> yeah. You've you got a kid. kid. <laughs> so <laughs> we don't want to keep you too much longer. Sure. No worries. Um, appreciate you coming on and uh, keeping morale high. We're yeah. Here. I almost Definitely.
2: died halfway through. I had a cough <laughs> I, was, I, was in, I, was I like, don't know if you <laughs> saw me like looking over the ledge <laughs> like, <I'm>, hi, Mick. Fallon, you have a cough drop? Monster, you know,
1: what are we doing here? Grab the gallon. It's on the counter.
2: I had to leave or I was going
0: to ruin the the recording. (laughs) Um, We do have uh, one final question, though, that we uh, ask our guests. Um, We switched it up. Um, So our our new final question is, uh, what is your why in beach volleyball?
1: What is your why? My why is my son. Why, Why I do it. Why I wake up every morning early, you know, to make sure that I even get me time to be sane, to make sure I think about my day, make sure like I'm there and he, he's amazing, you know, and we talked, it it comes back to... I want him to be better than me. I want him to have more opportunity than me, and I have to build that path. And if I show that discipline and mm-hmm. everything I do in that aspect is for him. So yeah. my why is uh, Tavoy. He, uh, he pushes me in everything I do, and he, his, his grace and his patience and also just his kindness. I teach him all the time it's free to be kind and you know that's he teaches great, me awesome. he he teaches me sometimes when i'm i get pissed off at myself he's like mom just be kind to yourself like <laughs> it's okay moms mess up too and i'm just like oh my gosh you're so cute like <laughs> the fact that you're telling me this right yeah. now but uh no he's he's awesome and you know obviously when you have kids they they teach you so many life lessons but he's just able to teach me how to keep going and that's a huge part for me you yeah. know it's not just keep going in volleyball it's life it's how to be a better, you know, obviously, you know, he told me he wanted me to bake a gluten-free cake and I was terrified <laughs> at like a year ago because, you know, you're learning different stuff and, right. you know, but you do it, you do it and it tasted awful. And yeah. then I got better because we wanted a gluten-free cake. Right. I wanted to get better and he he pushes me in that kind of aspect, which is my comfort, my comfort level. And there's not a lot of things that I'm not comfortable with, right. but there's different aspects that you don't think about, so... My Y is my baby. I love love that boy.
0: Awesome, awesome. Well, thank you again for coming in. No uh, I'll see you every Tuesday. Every it's Tuesday, Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. All right. Sound well, good.